Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the New Christian Podcast. I am so grateful that you have subscribed and that you're listening. Please leave a comment on my social media so that I can see where you're listening from. You can reach me on my social media at facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C. You can also find me on my YouTube channel, also called Preacher Jim C. The way that you can subscribe to this podcast is by going to the podcast platform that you typically use, whether that be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify, search for my name, James Chambers, and there you're going to see the new Christian podcast. Click the subscribe button and you will receive weekly updates from this podcast. Today's podcast, we're again going to return to our episode in our series on prayer. And this week, we're going to look at another person in the Bible and their prayers. How, they have sh- how these prayers have shaped their lives and how we can benefit from listening and reading these prayers. Today we're going to be looking at uh, one of Hezekiah's prayers in 2 Kings chapter 19 verses 15 through 19. So that's Hezekiah's prayer uh, that's in 2 Kings chapter 19, verses 15 through 19, and it says this, And Hezekiah prayed this prayer before the Lord. He said, O Lord God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. Uh, You alone are God of all the kingdoms of the earth. You alone created the heavens and the earth. Bend down, O Lord, and listen. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to centurism's words of defiance against the living God. Verse 17. It is true, Lord, that the kings of Assyria have destroyed all these nations, and they have thrown the gods of these nations into the fire and burned them. But of course, the Assyrians couldn't could Assyrians could destroy them. They were not gods at all, only idols of wood and stone shaped by human hands. Now, O Lord, our God, rescue us from his power. Then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone, O Lord, are God. You see, although Hezekiah came boldly to God, he didn't take God's, uh, God for granted or approach him flippantly. Instead, Hezekiah acknowledged God's sovereignty uh, and Judah's total dependency on him. Hezekiah's prayer provides a good model for us as well. Uh, we should not be afraid to approach God with our prayers. We shouldn't. God loves us 
He sent his son Jesus to die on a cross for our sins. We should not be afraid to approach God in prayer. But we must come to him with respect for who he is and what he can do, right? People love a good underdog story. I'm sure you've probably heard a few in your lifetime. Really? You know, when an underdog story or an underdog person conquers great obstacles and transform, transforms into a hero, right? We all love those stories. You know, growing up, we see these uh, cartoons with heroes on them, and we see these uh, stories of uh, people who have conquered adversity in their life and, and come out uh, uh, stronger uh, for it, right? In today's passage, Hezekiah is the underdog. Assyria is set on attacking the city of Judah. They have been ruthless with other cities they've conquered treating them like animals. Now they were fixed on the people of Judah. In fact, they were over, overly confident, Assyrians, they were overly confident that they could defeat Judah. They sent Hezekiah a letter mocking Yahweh, right? In verse 10, it says, Do not let the God you depend on deceive you when he says, Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of, of the Assyrians. The Assyrian king, as, uh, as inferring, he's really inferring that they have defeated other countries and their gods didn't save them. But the Assyrians underestimated Yahweh, the true, one true God. They underestimated him. They didn't realize that he alone is God. In verse 15, it tells us that Hezekiah went to the temple, symbolically laid the letter, letter before God and prayed. He said this, you alone are God, affirming God's sovereignty and his supremacy. He passionately pleaded for deliverance from his enemies. And in verse 16, pointing to the letter, he said this, listen to the words of Sencherba has, has sent to ridicule the living God. And in verse 17, it tells us that it is true Assyria had conquered other countries and had thrown their gods, little g, into the fire. But in verse 18, Hezekiah rightly points out that those gods were fashioned by human hands. You see, there's a, there's a fourth century bishop, Athenaeus of Alexandria, and he said this, he suggested this, quote, instead of arming ourselves with swords, hear me now, instead of arming ourselves with swords, we ought to extend our hands in prayer. And that is exactly what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah went beyond requesting relief and rescue because he was also concerned about Yahweh's reputation. You see, therefore, in verse 19, Hezekiah prayed that through God's deliverance, he said this, quote, all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone Lord our God, 
Yahweh is God. Hezekiah may have seemed like the underdog to the Assyrians, but God was always on his side. And as Romans 8.31 tells us in the New Testament, Romans 8.31 says, God is for us. Who can be against us? Amen? So my question to you today in this week's uh, Friday, uh, in this week's New Christian Podcast, what seems to be standing against you today? Let me ask you that. What is standing against you today? I want to encourage you to write that obstacle down on a piece of paper. And like Hezekiah, lay that down before the Lord and asking him to rule over it. Give it to God. Let God take control of your obstacle. And I can guarantee you, he will either carry you through it or remove it from you. God promises that he will always lead us and guide us. And as Paul tells us in Romans again, 8.31, God is for us, who can be against us? Right? That's my message for you this week. Hezekiah's prayer in 2 Kings chapter 19, verses 15 through 19. I encourage you to go ahead and read through that whole story about the Assyrians and Hezekiah. You know, uh, on a side note here to, to end, uh, I had a chance uh, when I was in Israel a couple years ago to walk through Hezekiah's tunnel. Now it's filled with about knee high to ankle high, depending on where you're walking through. It's at about a mile or so long, or a little, maybe a little more. Uh, it's filled with cold water and it's a, a duct. It's called Hezekiah's tunnel. And, it's, and right in the middle of it, there is Hebrew writing on the brick under this, in this tunnel that's, that tells us that this is Hezekiah's tunnel. It's an aqueduct, a water duct that Hezekiah built during his time. Fascinating, fascinating uh, things. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, Hezekiah honored God he went to God in prayer, and God removed that obstacle. He's going to remove that obstacle for you. I can guarantee it. Or he'll help you through it. And that's my message for you this week on the New Christian Podcast. I want you to have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day. Thank you.